Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Interabang Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Simon. Thank you for being with me today, and thanks for listening. Before we get into this week's episode, let's go and talk about some of the news you may have missed this week. The Middlesex London Health Unit has declared an outbreak of COVID-19 at Merlin House residence at Fanshawe College. This marks the campus's first documented outbreak since the start of the pandemic. The outbreak was first declared on November 28th after three confirmed cases were reported in the residence. The news of the outbreak comes as Western University also grapples with its first outbreak of the school year, after a now total of eight students at Sugging Maitland Hall contracted the virus. According to the health unit, there is no connection between the outbreak at Western and the outbreak at Fanshawe, despite them arising just one day apart. The college has been quietly making plans to return to in-person learning in the winter term, and the fall term was generally successful in terms of vaccination compliance. Overall, 94% of blended students and 98% of staff were compliant with the policy. Meanwhile, the college granted exceptions to 23 students and five staff members. And thanks to the Fanshawe community, the college was able to donate 45 winter care kits to the Crouch Neighborhood Resources Center. Items included hats, gloves, socks, hand warmers, hygiene and health supplies, as well as some delicious treats. This year's campaign chairs were Jennifer McLean, Associate Dean of Fanshawe's Woodstock and Oxford Regional Campus, and Peter Gilbert, Chief Infrastructure Officer overseeing facilities and IT services. Both oversee Fanshawe's United Way campaign and all related activities. Fanshawe is a strong supporter of United Way each year, providing more than $120,000 annually to those in need in the community. Although the Warm Kids campaign has ended, Gilbert said that the most effective way for students to get involved is to donate to the United Way whenever you're shopping at any Fanshawe retail outlet. A little from a lot of people is what makes a huge impact on the community. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. As we head towards the end of the first term, it's crazy to look back and see just how much has happened for us here at the Interabank too. Today, I'm joined with our lovely editor, Hannah Theodore, to reflect on some of our favorite issues and stories from this past year. But before I spoil too much, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. It is wonderful to be back on the Interbank podcast. Amazing. Today, we're going to talk about, we're really just going to reflect on some things that we've done this year. Yes. Uh, covers that we liked, articles that stood out, just a big reflection of 2021 and totally. all it's been. It's been such a great term as well. And like, Thank you to you so much for taking care of the podcast because this was like my baby in the summer and oh. you've just been amazing. I love every single episode. Um, and yeah, like this whole team has just been so incredible. And I can't believe like we did six or like seven papers and it's done now. Like the term is done. It's just incredible. Oh, well, thank you so much, first of all. And this, yeah, this year's been amazing. I mean, I've never done anything like this before. So it's been <laughs> incredible to work with so many amazing people. And like you said, we've published, was it seven? I think seven. I, I, I mean, I'd have to double check. Six or seven, but like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Well, and, you know, there was a time, obviously pre-COVID, we used to publish weekly. Um, and that was a, a different pace. And I think there were some benefits to that, certainly. But I think the bi-weekly schedule has just been so great for really honing the content and uh -huh. I just feel like every issue has been so strong uh even with this still kind of like hybrid format yeah. <laughs> kind of like sometimes we're in person like we're in person right now but sometimes we're apart but it's just been so awesome to work with so many people too I think this is the biggest team we've ever had really yeah I think so I, that's what I've been told I kind of went a little crazy with hiring. Well, <laughs> I just liked you all so much. I had to Aww. hire like 10 people. 
Well, it's a great team. So I guess we can dive in and talk about, Mm -hmm. I don't know where you want to start. We can start, I guess before we go into the articles, we should start with the covers. There's been so many amazing graphics and and the cover designs. I mean, we were talking about this before, but I have them all framed in my room. I love them so, so much. Oh my gosh. Amazing. (laughs) I I don't know what to talk about the ones, I mean, before I got here, but even the ones that I've, I've been through, there's been incredible ones. I think one yes. of my favorites is the finance cover. Oh my gosh, the finance cover. Just the in, the, the detail of it. They had yes. like little Simpson characters and there were other little <laughs> characters in it. It was so beautiful too. The colors, yes. it was different than the other ones. I think that orange and the warmer tone. Yeah, it was, you know, I, in the summer I had kind of like planned out what I envisioned for some of the covers. Um, but I also, I told myself, like I knew with the artists that we had, like Ian, who is amazing, he's worked with mm-hmm. us in the past. Dylan as well has worked with us before. And then Jess also did a couple of covers this term and she's one of our designers at the FSU. So um, like I knew we had such a solid group of artists. And so I said, as I was coming up with these concepts, like I was fully aware that if I spoke to one of these artists and they had a better idea, we were gonna do that. (laughs) Like, you know, it was not about me. I had my own visions, but I also like, I'm a realistic person. I'm a writer (laughs) and I'm not a visual person. So as much as I have ideas, it's been so great to collaborate with the artists and have them kind of say, I, what you're saying is nothing. <laughs> like, I see what you're envisioning, but I don't think that's possible. So let's, you know, and they come in and they have these these other ideas. So that was very much the finance cover. I, I think I'd had something very vague in mind, but I know Ian and Ian's style is very political. You know, oh, he's yeah. done some of our most political covers this term. I, you know, I, we're going to talk about the sex issue cover. I was going to think that is like <laughs> the wildest one we've done this year. Uh, but then our politics cover too. That was again like just re- we were really going for Justin Trudeau. It didn't we didn't oh, mean yeah. to. There was there wasn't supposed to be a pattern, but it turned into a pattern. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Ian had this idea of wanting to do. Originally, it was going to be like a church edifice, like the front of a church, and oh, he was yeah. picturing like in the stained glass windows, it would be like cartoon money characters like the Monopoly Man and Scrooge McDuck and stuff and so I kind of said I had two concerns and the first one was that we had wanted to do this front-facing building cover for the holiday cover which was going to come right after and I was like "Mm, maybe we should modify one of these Uh, and then my other concern was like well I love these like cartoon characters but I would also love if we could go after real billionaires you know and like highlight the real people who kind of exemplify those cartoon money villains (laughs) and so what it turned into and like Ian again like so adaptable changed it to an interior scene instead so we didn't have the the same cover two times in a row (laughs) and then you know he did that great thing where he kind of like you had Mr. Burns beside Jeff Bezos that was I was like (laughs) it just kind of it and it made it feel like wow the by putting these characters beside each other you are basically like conflating (laughs) and you know that is a a bold statement to like say that these cartoon villains are equivalent to these real life billionaires so it was a cool um cool sort of stance for him to take and I know that was a hard cover for him too like maybe not mentally but I think (laughs) just like the detail like you said was, was just so amazing. yeah so meticulous so yeah I, I love how, that cover too yeah I don't know how he does it I don't know how any of <laughs> all of those designers how they they sketch these out I'm like I can barely draw 
literally circle like yeah, same. <laughs> like I don't know I don't understand it's amazing to me it's amazing I guess I want to go back to you to talk about yes. it was before that right before I started but the the sex <laughs> the sex cover yeah that one I remember seeing it because I was you know doing my research and it applying and I saw that and I was like I have I have to get yes. on this I have to work for these guys oh my gosh yeah that cover was again kind of those one one of those ones where I had sort of a loose vision and I knew the timing was going to be weird because usually the sex issue is just okay it's like sexual awareness week um but we were doing all this coverage here at the X with you again sort of with the election and it just felt like we can't ignore that the election is happening at the same time uh and so (laughs) we made the decision to like combine those two ideas (laughs) um and yeah it's uh it was, it was daring. The first sketch I saw, like, I actually needed to show my publications manager. And I was like, is this okay? Because, like, I love this. <laughs> but I, is this fun? And, you know, there was kind of this resounding feeling of, like, no, this is good. Because that's, like, your response exactly is, like, we wanted people to stop and see it and be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it had that effect. Like, it really oh, stuck with people. And it definitely stuck with me. It's probably my favorite cover we've done this term. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. everything about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. I know. It's like when you, as soon as you remember it, it's like, oh, my God. I can't believe <laughs> this, like, these three people in bed together. And we thought we were going to get in trouble. Like, all I've kind of been dying all semester for someone to, to send me some angry criticism. I just really want I just really want someone to like come after me (laughs) but no one has done it yet I guess I haven't done anything controversial enough yet so I don't know hold out for winter term (laughs) oh my god is there any other covers that that you'd like to talk about those were the two big ones for me those were the two big ones for me too yeah I think I mean my favorite overall issue was probably the fashion issue oh that one was beautiful yeah it, it was kind of the one where I felt the most like and like obviously it's not about me but it, it, I, when I looked at the cover, I was like, yeah, I'm the editor of this newspaper. Like, Taylor Swift, RuPaul, like, all my favorite – Chris yeah. Paul, all my favorite people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, this is, like, the, such a cool representation of my influence on this paper. And then at the same time, the stories in that issue were actually – I just thought fantastic. Like, the news section was really bulky in that issue. We had, like, a, a union story because um, yeah. there's been a lot going on with the union and – um all the features too like that was one of the issues where I don't think it had ever been done before but to me it just felt like a no-brainer because it's like we have this amazing fashion program at this school yeah so let's speak to those students and that's kind of been how I've been structuring the themes is like how can we speak to these really diverse programs that we have here um and I had fashion students messaging me not just like enjoying the articles but wanting to write for in Taravang too and like that led to freelance work for students that just saw their program represented and then were interested in writing and I think that's just the coolest thing absolutely yeah I love all the articles (laughs) in that in that piece it was was amazing I think one one of my favorites I mean I wrote one um it was more like a an opinion one I think Mm. it was just generational cringe fashion why it always returns and I loved doing that that's probably one of the my favorite opinion articles I've done a few this term but I loved that one I love diving in fashion's always been just kind of like I guess a secret love of mine I've just always loved it and it's amazing but one of the other articles in there that I did want to bring up was Jess's article I 
oh, I can't remember what it's called. Was it the um, one about the queer coding? Yes, yes. that one was amazing. I, really I even love the, the cover art there. She talked about like the, the checker converse and all that. Yes. And it was, oh my gosh, I loved that article. It was amazing. Yeah, that one was really, really cool. And that was one where we had some artwork done for that as well. And Ian kind of did that very like, 90s gay scene like the blue jeans with like the rainbow handkerchief and I didn't even know at the time that Jess was going to mention the handkerchiefs in the article so there was a cool like crossover between the artwork and what was mentioned in the story and like yeah I thought she did such a good job with that Jess always has like Jess Gould our our reporter she has like really unique ideas I think and that's one of the things that's been so great about I mean just all of you like everyone brings such an interesting perspective you know and like that story might not have been something that someone else would have thought of you know and so to bring that perspective to that issue I thought was so cool yeah Jess always has fun ideas I remember in the Christmas one she did that story she talked to an engineer for how to construct the best gingerbread house I thought that was the best idea ever like the funniest idea I was obsessed with that she was like I don't know if this is good and I was like you have to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, please. If you don't, I will. Like, that yeah. is so cool. It's so good. And I, you know, we said in that, when we talked about that too, that I think, how, like, how fun would it be to do a satire issue? Oh, yeah. You know, like a whole issue of satire. I don't know how people would like that, but I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. Are there any other articles that kind of stick out to you or things that we've covered this year that... Oh, man. I mean... There's been so many. There has been to... so many. I think, too, like, the... I had noted that some of my favorite features were actually in the politics issue. And these were features that they had actually been completed in the summer. So, I mean, everyone wrote great stories for that article. I think you wrote something for politics. I think I did too. I'm sure you did. Now it's skipping my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But the ones I had noted were like, you know, this was a point in the summer. And in the summer, we only had myself and Aisha, who is still with us, and Savannah, who is also still with us. And both of them are not journalism students. Yeah. And so we had kind of spent a lot of time in the summer talking about, you know, how you interview people and using interviews to really enhance your story and don't be afraid to go for the big guns and talk to those people that you think would never say yes to you. And it kind of culminated in the features that they ended up writing for the politics issue. And I think it was just such a cool thing to see, like, people who had no prior experience and then now they're like interviewing city council women about women in huh. municipal politics like those features and 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 Savannah who spoke to you know a professor at Western about Mary Simon the first indigenous governor general so it just watching that progress was so cool to see and then in the end the way the articles turned out with the artwork and the graphic design that was done, including an original photograph by one of our student photographers as well. Um, It was just so cool to see people who didn't have experience to begin with really come out with articles that I think were like genuinely really strong and like could have been in any newspaper, not just a student newspaper. So that issue I thought for the features was like one of my favorites. 100%. 100%. I yeah. loved, like you were saying, they were, I, I look, I mean, I read every paper. But it's like, <laughs> it's crazy to think that I work with these people and it's like, they're all so talented. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I love it's a it. Really, it's such a diverse group too. Like some people from all kinds of programs, um, all walks of life, different ages. It's just mm-hmm. so cool. The diversity on this team. 
Yeah, it's amazing. And there, there's one thing I want to talk about, too. I guess mm-hmm. going for more recent, the one we just published, which yes. is our holiday one. I loved every minute of writing my <laughs> articles in there. I loved, and it was something I wanted to bring up, too. So that was something, I guess this this issue might be the most important one to me or the one that I love. I mean, I love all of them, mm-hmm. but I love them the most because um, you allowed me to use for a feature I did on the the White Christmas and why we still hope for white Christmases every yeah. year, even though they don't really happen. <laughs> um, but I was able to use a photograph that my younger brother, he's really into photography, and you let me use this photograph. And I haven't told you this, but he staged like our entire kitchen. Oh, it made it goodness. look like, because <laughs> he used like fake snow and different <sighs> things like that. And he went outside and like picked little branches. It's like this, for all those listening, it's, it's like this little um, scene of spruce trees I guess yeah like it Christmas looks like trees. a like a mini little forest yeah yeah that's what yeah. he did but he made our kitchen look like a crack den like it was <laughs> it was insane he had all the windows blocked off but oh he, he was goodness. so excited he worked on it for days and he was oh. so happy so thank you again for letting me do that that will always be something so important to me oh that my I was gosh able to do that for him well we love you at the interrobang thank you so much <laughs> that was like literally I was just so happy to do that too because Will is in a, such a cool situation too, where like I know he's in high school, but as you mentioned, like he's trying to pursue photography and he's doing a co-op here. Yeah. So there's this, there's a connection for us, even if he wasn't your brother. You know, like it would have been really cool to feature him regardless. So I love that he put all that effort in, and the the end result is beautiful. It's like a beautiful picture that he took. So yeah, he's- thank you for like even suggesting that because I thought that was such a great idea. Oh, thank you. And and talking more about that that issue too, the other pictures that people had in there and the designs and even yeah. that cover art, going back to the, the front of the cover alone, it was beautiful yes. and so intricate and everything yeah. about it, I loved it. It allowed so <laughs> many people to like share their true feelings about the holidays and what makes them happy and how the holidays are kind of going to go about this year. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still in the pandemic, but we're a lot I guess in a better situation than this time last year. Yeah. So it was so amazing to see everyone kind of come in and like pour their Christmas hearts out. It's like everyone was a kid again and they're all being able to write and talk about their their past. It was beautiful. I loved Kate's, um, bringing up another article, Kate's article. Mm. Um, She was ranking the Grinches, I think it was. (laughs) (laughs) That one was so funny. Uh, My favorite thing about that article, and this is not like a read or anything, but her reasoning for why the Jim Carrey Grinch (laughs) is the worst is because it was too scary, (laughs) which is just like my favorite. Because then I thought about it, and you know, and I told someone that, and they and they were like, "My kids are scared of that Grinch." Like they related, and I was I like, was. "Okay, you know, yeah." <laughs> I actually I do remember, you know, that I mean, those prosthetics were enough to scar anyone oh, yeah. for life. Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, I, I think <laughs> I saw a video. Kind of getting sidetracked. Most of it was his face. Like he trained his facial muscles. Sorry to do that. It's crazy. I feel like I've done it, seen him do it, like without makeup. Yeah, I saw Spooky. him in an interview do it, and they were like, "Oh." I thought it was makeup <laughs> like no but so she is I guess Kate is right with that I yeah she did it. she did have I had to think about it but I was like you know what yeah it has some moments yeah <laughs> I was definitely scared watching that as a kid I mean I was a scaredy cat growing up I wouldn't watch anything <laughs> so yeah that was <laughs> but yeah is there anything else that you want to mention about any uh, article or, or anything I else guess, that sticks out to you I guess just like honestly I'm so proud of this whole team and I feel like every issue has been really distinct and just so impressive. And, like, I'm so happy with what we've built already. And I just know that, like, in the new year, there's going to be even more collaboration. Um, 
so many surprises that people don't even know about yet. Like, it's going to be everything that we did this term, but, like, times 100. And I'm just so excited to, like, keep this team that we've built. Because now the cool thing about this is, like, what we've done this term is really laid, I think, a, a good framework. Mm-hmm. And we all know each other now. We're all very comfortable with each other now. <laughs> um We've even been in person a few times, which is awesome. So I just – I'm hoping that, like, I'm just praying that in winter term, like, more people will be here and we can do even more just, like, together. Because mm-hmm. I really just miss talking to other people about news. Yeah. You know, and, like, this is – I really just think news is made to be collaborative. Um, and it's hard sometimes to really – know what you're doing when you're alone and that's at Mm -hmm. least how I felt this past year like finishing my diploma here and then starting this job when I started this job I was doing it from home and so that was like such a weird way to kick it off yeah you know and feel like (laughs) what am I doing who am I what is this um and so as soon as we got back and started working on papers and building this team like I instantly became more comfortable in the role and so like my whatever success I've achieved in this role so far has been completely dependent on the team that we've built so I'm just so proud of it and I can't wait for what we're going to do next for real absolutely I'm so looking forward to coming back I'm already thinking of different ideas I'm just I'm so ready but (laughs) is there anything else Uh, what is your I guess biggest hope for for next term Mm, good question I would say I just want like I just want us to reach more people always and continuing to grow our multimedia we've this podcast what it's grown into has been so amazing um and I want to like keep taking it to the next level same with our videos like we're gonna have so much more video content I think in the new year we were kind of starting to pick it up a little bit close to the end of the term um but I'm really looking forward to that in the new year and just the collaborative projects we have coming up. You know, we're going to have probably a cover contest sometime in wow. the next term. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of trying to lay some groundwork now for an, another big collaborative issue that we're going to be working on, hopefully, with some of our partners at Western. So, um, wow. yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the chance to continue working with this great team and hopefully, you know, Maybe get, finally getting an angry email from someone. Maybe we can finally <laughs> make hope. someone mad out there, you know? <laughs> for a good the, reason, though. <laughs> for a good reason, exactly. Because we're speaking the truth, you know? People <laughs> like to get mad about that, so. <laughs> well, Hannah, thank you so much for taking this time and speaking with us here. It's been, a, again, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Amy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interrobang podcast. You can catch up with every episode on Google Play, Apple Music, and Spotify. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe.